on the air at News Radio 1070 WKOK and online at WKOK.com. This is WKOK Sunrise. And thank you so much for joining us on WKOK Sunrise. Mark Lawrence here. Rob Center doing all the extra work that's associated with uh, being a Sunrise producer. So we appreciate his help and hard work. He is why shortly after the interview, the entire interview will be up on the WKOK podcast page. On the news line with us now, Denise Maris is here, Democratic candidate for State House in the 76th District. Good morning. Denise, am I saying you're first name correctly? Yes, you are, Mark. I appreciate that. Fantastic. Somebody misspelled it over the years, and I guess it stuck, right? <laughs> you know, it's kind of one of those uh, sore thumbs where I'm like, oh, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there's no E on the end, I should tell folks, is the difference yeah. in the spelling. All right, 76th District State House. Explain where that footprint is. A lot of folks we hadn't used to have to think much about it. Now you're reaching farther down into Union County. Yeah, and that's, believe it or not, part of the difficult part of it, because um, it is all of Clinton County, um, and then it's parts of Union County. So what's kind of interesting in that is that it's part of West Buffalo, but not East Buffalo. Um, and it's uh, Lewisburg Borough, but not, I guess, where the part of where the university is. So it's one of those difficult things that I find throughout my campaign is that when I do talk to individuals, I hope they don't think I'm a weirdo, but I go, where do you live? Especially in Union County, because um, it's a difficultness, and I don't want to confuse voters and talk to them and have conversations with them. And then when they go to polls on Tuesday, they're like, wait a minute, I spoke to this, this young lady, her name's Denise Maris, and I don't see her name on my ballot. Um, so I try to be as informative as possible when I meet, especially um, voters in Union County. Tell me about yourself. Tell our audience a little bit about who you are and why you're running for office. Okay, so um, I am uh, a New York native, born and raised in Brooklyn, New York, came to Pennsylvania. I guess I can say it because of the gray hair over about 20 years ago. Um, moved up to Clinton County, uh, wow, 2014. Um, I have uh, four children, two older, two younger. I've uh, been blessed with two grandkids. I'm very fortunate uh, that I did receive my degrees um, have a bachelor's in business management um, and a master's in healthcare management, and I'm currently right now a director um, of human resources at a local nursing home um, here in Lock Haven, Pennsylvania, which is part of Clinton County. And that's what kind of spurred me to run. Um, I'm pretty sure anyone who has worked in healthcare has seen the struggles that we've had during the pandemic. Um, we weren't expecting it. I mean, you figured. I don't know how many people are over the age of 100 <laughs> who may have experienced um, the 1919 pandemic. Um, so we were kind of uh, somewhat running blind a bit, um, and we looked at our leaders to help us through this, this, this you know, unprecedented uh, situation that we were going through. And unfortunately, um, they let us down, <clears throat> especially in my arena here. Um, you know, we had to fight for just enough funding to get our personal protective equipment because we are dealing with our most vulnerable in our population here. Uh, we just had a resident, um, she, I think is 105 years old, you know. <laughs> uh, so, you know, older people, we had to protect them um, and, you know, and our children needed protection. And unfortunately, um, the current representative now uh, didn't feel that uh, the pandemic was something of importance 
and was focusing more on the national issues and what the national issues were and not necessarily focusing on um, the local issues that we've had here. Maybe that relates to your tagline, taking action, getting Mm -hmm. results. Explain Mm -hmm. and walk us through that. Okay. So for me, my tagline is um, taking action, getting results, in that for me it's very much a situation of let's include the residents and the voters within the district and say, okay, come on, let's, let's get together. Let's have a conversation. Let's see what the issues are, and let's work together to get the results necessary, right? Because there's this um, misconception in that um, a state representative should know what the district may need. And that's not always necessarily the case, correct? Because there's actually 34 boroughs and townships within our entire district. I mean, I've been fortunate that I went to 24 of the meetings, um, and I do recommend everyone at least one time, please at least one time, go to your meetings, see what's going on in your neighborhood. Um, And if you have an insight or if you can help in some way, shape, or form, please do that. Um, But my my point of that is, um, I want to include those um, council members and those borough members in conversation. So if something comes through the pipeline legislative-wise that affects them directly, I want to have their input. I want to have a discussion with them and say, does this help you? Because at the end of the day, you know, if it's not helping the people in the district, then there's no need to have a discussion about that. What are some other issues in Harrisburg that you think are, are critical that you want to talk about your positions on? So for me, the first thing that comes to mind is our educational funding, right? Um, These educational situations in that we need to have proper funding for our educational system, correct? Um, This is our future workforce, you know, and are we setting them for success or are we setting them up for failure? You know, that's kind of a conversation that needs to be happening. Um, And really, I don't think that there's been enough discussion on our children and our teachers' mental health throughout this entire pandemic. They have been affected in so many ways. And oftentimes, mental issues don't produce themselves until later in life, right? Um, And we have to end the stigma um, of seeing a counselor or talking to somebody or a therapist, that if you have an issue or you have a problem, please talk to someone. I'm an advocate. I myself go to therapy because I know it's important because it's not only dealing with our physical health, it's also dealing with our mental health. And it's until we start addressing those issues that we can't move forward, right? Whether it's, and again, to go back to education, make sure we have enough funding in our educational systems. Make sure that we have enough teachers because we're starting to get a teacher shortage now. I mean, I have a, a nursing shortage now. I can't find enough nurses to work in my facility. That, you know, lowers my ability to give proper care. I can't even imagine what it must be like in schools. I mean, our schools have too many children in classrooms. There's not enough counselors in the classroom. We just, this is our future workforce. We need to invest now because we're going to reap the benefits in the future if we don't, or, or no benefits of it in the future if we don't take care of that now. You've seen the conversation that relates to race in the classroom. Are we teaching history and black history uh, accurately and in an appropriate manner and in a way that doesn't vilify whites, uh, at least unnecessarily? Um, What's your view on that conversation? Is that something the legislature can assist in? This is one of those things. Now, myself, um, both my parents were born and raised in Puerto Rico, 
Um, and Puerto Rico is a commonwealth of the United States. No, you don't need a passport to get there because that is a misconception. And no, we don't need to be documented. So that's another misconception because we somehow get roped in into that you know, Latin um, category, and then they, there's just, just a whole bunch of misinformation. Um, and I know for me, when I was in school, I didn't learn about my history of my country, of where my parents came from. I learned about American history, right? And there has to be more of a broader sense of what history looks like. And there was something I recently heard that I thought was kind of interesting in that um, you can't vilify the current generation um, for what happened in the past, correct? You can't hold somebody accountable for what their great-great-grandfather has done, because they don't know. They weren't alive at that time. That's why they're their great-great-great-grandfather. But in the same respect, we have to recognize that this happened, right? The whole old adage of we study history so we do not repeat it. And I think that's part of the problem now is that we're not truly you know, learning history in its rawness, right? You have to learn history in its rawness to be able to question or be able to have conversations and say, you know, that was bad. We shouldn't have done that. What can we do now in the future to avoid that, right? Because brushing it on the rug, brushing it under the rug is not going to help anyone. No matter what, you know, the color of your skin is, it's not going to help any of us. It's going to continue to divide us. For us as legislators, you know, if we get, if I were to get in there, you know, the teachers went to school. I know they have their bachelor's degree. I know that they did the work that they need to do. We as government should not necessarily infringe upon that. But if anything, we should help them and assist them in any way possible, whether that's increasing funding, whether that's helping them make sure that their textbooks have the proper information in there. Just a little bit of oversight here and there, but complete intrusion I don't think is a good idea. Yeah, I think a simple answer is that, well, school districts and school boards and curricula are already open, but uh, folks still have ongoing concerns. All right, well, you have an open mic. Uh, make sure you include in your closing statement where people can get more information about your candidacy and your view on many other issues. Okay, great. Well, once again, thank you so much for having me today, Mark. Um, it's been a pleasure to talk to you and all of your listeners this evening. My name, of course, is Denise Maris. I am running for state representative for the 76th District. It does encompass all of Clinton County and parts of Union County. Um, if you want to learn more about me, I do have a website. It's www.denisemaris, and that's D-E-N-I-S-E-M-A-R-I-S.com. Um, my phone number, if anyone needs to, wants to reach out to me, that is 814 Zero six six two again eight one four nine five four zero six six two and for me it's always been about the people and not the party um, and I will take that with me um, if elected to Harrisburg Tuesday November eighth which is right around the corner um, so again please uh, do your research do your research on your candidates. Um, media can be skewed sometimes, so please do your proper research um, and vote and vote. Please vote. Make sure your neighbors vote. Make sure your children vote if they're of age. 
vote, vote, vote is very important this election more than any any other time. You sound like President Biden doing the vote, vote, vote call. So. <laughs> Please vote. It's so important. Right. Vote. <laughs> well, thank you so much. Denise with an E, right? You do yes, have sir. I don't, know where I, I don't know where I dropped the E somewhere along That's the line. totally okay. You're not the first and you won't be the last. Okay. All right. Well, that was silly. All right. Well, well listen, thank you so much for calling in today. Uh, uh, good luck election night. Stay in touch and we will surely talk again. Thank you, Denise. Thank you so much, Mark. Have a wonderful day. You too. Denise Harris, a Democratic candidate for Pennsylvania State House 76th District, which reaches down into portions of Union County and all of Clinton County. Now her opponent, Stephanie Borowitz. Uh, you can check out more information on uh, Denise Maris' uh, website and Facebook page.